0: No instructions needed. I, I don't really feel Shoot like... The poop? It. Like your wiener. Oh, let me just get that <laughs> right in the uh, the old camera shot. That's my
1: thought. I'm sipping on some red wine. Primary use for Bitcoin is to get more money. Oh man, the Coog bar. Yeah, I'm into that. Hello. This fucking bomb hardly, like,
2: I cannot start this at I cannot risk it how I go to the bathroom yeah. and I'm going to sit in the mat.
1: is exactly how they're running or whatever it is. Oh, God. What it do, baby?
0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the No Instructions Needed podcast. There's only two of us today. Or there might be three. It could be four. We don't really fucking know. What I do know is that this episode is brought to you by Cost Less Liquor, located at twenty six twenty six and Road, Prince George, British Columbia. Now, if you, need some, if you need some liquor, make sure you visit that store, a massive store. It is awesome, a good time. There'll be a better ad read later on. But Dean,
1: the big D, the kid, the man, what's up? Not much, man. I, I missed you. It feels like uh, we've been... Out of the game for uh, a few weeks now. I think it's been two and a half weeks since our last uh, recording. So happy to see your face. Uh, missing the other two fellas, but hopefully we can uh, get Julian in here today. There's lots to talk about. There is a myriad of topics, and we're gonna cover them all today.
0: There is a lot of shit that happened in, in the two and a half weeks since we recorded. Uh, i have been dealing with COVID. I'm not sure. I know I was pretty much. On my deathbed last week, it was not a good time at all. And now you know we're just uh, we're ready to go. I, I I would like to start with one of the greatest, most amazing experiences I have ever had in a movie theater in my whole entire life. From start to finish, the Batman was so much fun to watch. It was such a good – I don't want to give spoilers away because I really think it's a good movie to go see. So we're going to try to avoid giving spoilers. If we do, sorry. It's a huge movie. You have seen it. Um, it was amazing. It was absolutely – it was phenomenal. A little long, but that's okay. It, it, you know, it was everything I hoped it would be and, and everything I was scared of it being, it wasn't. So I, I don't think I can give a recommendation bigger than that. It lived up to the hype.
1: Yeah, man, I really liked it. Uh, there was a lot of kind of hate toward Robert Pattinson being cast as Batman originally. And as as Batman, as the character Batman, I thought he was great. Bruce Wayne, a bit too much of an emo kid to me, but Batman, he did a great job. Looked nice and shredded, you know... <laughs> he wasn't uh he shed the old twilight image i think in that movie for sure and uh you know zoe kravitz was great a lot of action even colin farrell's a penguin almost unrecognizable but he was awesome too so a lot of good performances a lot of action good movie all around a bit long as you said but uh both both times i saw it i went to uh a VIP theater where I Dennis. had some dinner. I had some dinner. I had some Ooh. popcorn. I had some tacos. I had some poutine. You know, uh, I that's spent jokes. like thirty bucks on food each time I went, and uh, it was worth it because that's a long ass movie.
0: Okay, so one thing I will say is yes, I've seen some of the hate on Twitter, especially you, Eddie Lack. Like, calm the fuck down, man. Good movie. Um, it's not what six Eddie said. Eddie said it was six out of ten. He's like overhyped, overlong. It's okay, but I'll forget it in a week. I'm like Eddie,
1: calm Eddie, the fuck down, Eddie. Come on.
0: <laughs> Listen, it. Okay, let's just like we're gonna spend some time on this. If we don't like this, fast forward to the next part. I don't give a fuck. It's the movie means too much to myself and Dean to not spend a little bit of time on it. Uh. Robert Pattinson as Batman is maybe one of the greatest Batmans I've ever seen, period. As Batman himself, not as Bruce Wayne. But the whole point of this movie is that he has lost Bruce Wayne. So he doesn't know who Bruce Wayne is anymore. He's just Batman. He doesn't give a fuck about Bruce Wayne. So I I, I agree with you. His Bruce Wayne was, was emo, but it was supposed to be. That was the whole point, right? He's just like, oh, fuck you. I hate everything, right? So... I think I, I hope in the next movie that they explore the the Bruce Wayne a little bit more of that because that, you know, I think they kind of have to. So that's where our start is uh, Pattinson's maybe best performance he's ever given. He is jacked in that movie. Like he did some push ups and sit ups for sure to get that big, obviously. His back looked really weird though. That was his back. His back itself, it, was, it looks just, just looks it's, all out. it's all
1: scarred up. It's all scarred up. From the battles,
0: yes. yeah, from the battles. That's right. But he, him uh, so himself, amazing. Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman is so hypersexual and so awesome and so well acted. Like she nailed what Catwoman should be. I think. I don't think. I really don't think she is Michelle Pfeiffer good at Catwoman. If probably better, to be honest.
1: I think probably absolutely, better
0: she nailed it right like yeah. i i now i can't imagine anyone anyone else ever playing catwoman like i, I already forgot about anne hathaway and anne hathaway did a good job with it she's just she was everything that was supposed to be like like yeah everyone like oh you're sexualizing yeah i kind of am because that that's like part of the character right she's a they sexy, bang all the time in the
1: comic exactly in the, in the comics they get it on they go to smashville tennessee smashville <laughs> tennessee
0: <laughs> they do. It's very true. So I absolutely loved her as Catwoman. It was, she was phenomenal. Let's get on to the guy that stole the show a little bit, though. Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Unrecognizable. His accent. Oswald
1: Cobblepot. Yeah, he's
0: not even a Penguin. He is Oz. That is who he is in this. And he is, If if this movie got released six months ago, he wins Best Supporting Actor. That's how good he is in this movie. Phenomenal. Never seen anything like that.
1: Yeah, man. And he doesn't even get that much screen time in this—like twenty minutes, twenty-five, Most, maybe. At the yeah. Worst. And he just, you're just like, holy shit! Like, is that? First no. of all, like, my buddies were like looking down. They're like, is that Colin Farrell? I'm like, yeah, it is. Uh, like, unrecognizable. Some CGI made him short or something, and. I don't know if he had the gain weight or was wearing prosthetics, but uh, damn, son, he was big. And, uh, yeah, he put on a performance and a half. Paul Dano was good, too, as a Riddler. Uh, not as memorable, but, you know, he's a good actor I, overall. He's a great I actor.
0: He, I will I will say one thing that 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 was a little surprising. I thought when I was going to go see that movie that I would leave it and be like, oh, my God, Paul Dano is, like, the best actor of all time. That's And he, he did... Absolutely now. I can't picture anyone else playing the Riddler either. He did a phenomenal, phenomenal job as the Riddler. So like I'm not taking it away from him or anything. I think that he's a 10 out there 9 out of 10 too for this movie. Like he did phenomenal. It's just Colin Farrell was he's Colin Farrell. He's an Oscar nominated actor or a Golden Globe winning actor. Like he's amazing.
1: Oh yeah, man. He he took it. He took the award for best <laughs> villain acting performance.
0: Paul Dano, phenomenal though, too. Creepy as shit. Like that <laughs> opening scene is so creep. I seen so swear to God, I seen a guy walk his kid in the second night that I went to see this movie because I seen it twice. Second night I see a guy walk his like eight-year-old kid in. And then the first I looked at my wife, I'm like, those guys will be walking out of this movie by like minute twenty. And my wife's like, No, I'm like, there's F bombs, there's a guy that gets beat to fucking death with a hammer. In the first five minutes, and literally 25 minutes after that movie started, the dad, the son walking out of the movie because kid could the kid couldn't handle it. So that the first scene is phenomenal.
1: It, I love how Paul Dano is so creepy, and then like on his uh, on his internet video that they find, he's like, "Hey, you guys! Like, thanks for all the love." <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, like it's me. Thanks for all the support and stuff like that. <laughs> and, then, and then like his videos to like the media and the public. He's like <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. I, but the but that
0: but the part of that is like the unmasking of him, right? Because now you went yeah. from the super villain, villain just so and we're not trying to give away spoilers. I don't really think that gives away anything, but like it is that part is 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 uh is amazed too. And we gotta talk about what's his name? Uh I always mispronounce his name. The guy that played uh, the mobster that played Falcone.
1: Oh, Jonathan Tucci. Tucci, uh, No. uh,
0: Yeah. From Torturo. Yeah, Torturo. Mm -hmm. He's actually really good in it too. I was a little disappointed with how much screen time he got. I was hoping he'd get a little bit more because of how this whole movie sets up. It kind of placated towards him. And uh, he's, he's, he's also very good. And Jeffrey Wright. He was good, too. And Andy Circus, like who I, I was mesh. scared of. I thought Andy Circus was going to be terrible. And he was, you know, eight, nine minutes of screen time. Was very, yeah, very good. Say.
1: The, my yeah. boy Fred didn't get any screen time.
0: My <laughs> boy Fred.
1: Uh, but it's like a bit different of a dynamic, right? Like, he doesn't have... All this like R&D money and Lucius Fox, like he's like Bruce Wayne, Batman is building all this stuff on his own, right? He has like a little lair and and, in the beginning, he's like, you know, fixing up his uh, mobile and stuff like that. Like it's it's kind of like a one man job with Alfred is kind of like the helper. And, and but like that's the whole point, right?
0: Like, I, I'm so happy we didn't see Martha and the other and, and the guy. Oh, yeah, yeah I God, come it. on. Like, I've seen that so many fucking times. Mm-hmm. Like, thank God. Uh, but it was just like so different, I think. Like, I'm I, I, the best way I could put that movie is it is it's like a mixture of seven, saw, and and Batman, right? Like, that's kind of what it is and everyone's like saw what do you mean by saw go watch the fucking movie there is some serious saw shit in that movie minus the gore there is some fucked up stuff that happens in that movie uh the 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 city itself it was cool to see like a a london as gotham city like it was just a completely different vibe than being so americanized you know what i mean like the water around the city and shit like that like it
1: looked really cool there's new york bro no wasn't it wasn't it filmed in London well there there was the Madison square garden was
0: yeah, yeah but that but that's not Madison Square Garden though that's just they just copied that I'm pretty sure it was filmed in New York or fucking uh in London now now you got a London about town that I'll have to fucking edit this out but I won't because we do not do that, but uh it was neat to see that and it was you know it's just such a different movie it, it's it's truly truly hard to explain and the cameo at the end. Okay, there will be a spoiler in five, four, three, two, one. Beep. The Joker showing up at the end in the cell. Barry. I had a I had a raging hard on when that thing showed up. I couldn't because it was perfectly done.
1: It was perfect. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It was. And just a little... You you can't see his face. You don't know if it's actually the guy that they cast as the Joker or not. Or the guy that they supposedly cast as the Joker. So you kind of had to do a little digging after the film. And, uh, hey, turns out it was. But, like, it's so early. Because I was reading some stuff. It's so early in his, like, Batman career. Like, they're saying he's not the Joker yet. He's just, like, a a murderer. Right? And and there was a scene that they had cut out that he goes... um to see him to kind of get the profile of the Riddler. They cut it out. So that might be an extra added bonus feature down the line, or maybe on the director's cut or whatever you want to call it. But uh, a little silence of the lambs esque type of situation.
0: So it was filmed in England just so, so uh-huh. everybody knows. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like it's so that, that part is so good, right? Like it, it's just so creepily done. And the, like, you're just like, Oh my God! Like, is that the Joker? And then right away you're like, oh yeah, the laugh just gives away. But he's not the Joker yet. Like, that's the whole point yeah. of this. Is nobody really? Batman isn't even Batman yet. He's his name's Vengeance, and 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 the Riddler kind of gives him the name the Batman. Like it, like it's not not even really his name yet. And you know,
1: Vengeance.
0: That's but that's what they were and they were making fun of him the whole movie. They're like, oh Vengeance, right? Like, I don't know. I I, I don't know if I ever. I'm just really happy that I got this in my lifetime that I've I seen a Batman like that, one that is right off of like the animate the the animated series that would fit in perfectly with that. It's just, it was the coolest thing
1: I've ever seen. I liked it too, buddy. Detective, bit of a different tone, not all action fighting, but when they do, it's. Uh... When there's when there when the only light you see is from the machine gats, I was just like, oh, 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 oh. Uh, and oh. and then I had and then I put my Kleenex in my pants. They that was filmed with practical effects. There was no
0: CGI in that. That was all practical effect. They actually shot that like that. Like there there was no CGI. They shut That's off the lights, sick. had the blanks, and just had them firing. That's unbelievable that they could do that.
1: Yeah, when I saw that, I'm like, "Holy shit!" And then when I saw it the second time, uh, I was with my buddy. Yeah. I like, I'm like, "This part's sick." <laughs> <laughs> like, this I kept part coming up, up right here is sick. Time. I was looking at
0: my wife, I'm like, "Oh, you're gonna like this." Oh yeah, you like that? Yeah, yeah, you like that? That was awesome, wasn't it? And uh, yeah, the whole the whole story itself, like even some of the little actors, like like the the DA uh, Peter Sarsgaard or whatever the fuck his name is. He was Storm really mayor. good. He was, yeah. He was he only in it for like ten minutes, or not even ten minutes. I was going to say he, that, but you know, he was you beat me phenomenal. to it. He was phenomenal. The even the, the 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 police commissioner, the guy that gets killed in the first thirty seconds, un, like it's just everything was so well thought out. But Matt Reeves is a genius. The soundtrack is phenomenal. It's like Jaws. It's literally like Jaws. The soundtrack because you're like okay like what you don't you know when batman goes full batman mode it's a specific song and you're like all right here we go yeah we're,
1: we go we go now my one buddy who hadn't seen it is like oh are you are you rocking metallica after batman i'm like i'm fairly certain that was nirvana <laughs> like i'm like 99 percent sure i'm not a big nirvana guy <laughs> but i'm pretty sure that was nirvana
0: yeah, there was a whole bunch. And like, obviously there was the, like they made up their own music too. And there was Nirvana, like it just, I loved every second of it. Like I said, I, I if I'm giving it stars, which I think we're going to right now, I'm going to five out of five stars, maybe 4. Like 9.5, just because 4.95, just because of it a little too long. It was just, it's the first movie. You gotta probably should have been two hours and 30 minutes, not not three, just a little too long, but I I I would watch it I would watch that movie again and again and again.
1: Dean is gonna do a four point five solid movie, great movie, a bit too long, and yeah, just wasn't perfect, but it was very, very, very good. I do think it will win Oscars next year. I think that Yeah, it's kinda been like this weird, weird like purgatory of timing between Oscars and like this year's Oscars and next year's, or it's like, is it too soon that they people forget about it? Who knows? It is the problem is like they released it when all the
0: busts get released, so this is the time period where all the shitty movies get released. And they picked this time because they're like, hey, we're Batman, it's gonna draw no matter what. So they threw it in this time slot, which I think was a mistake. But I, I, I truthfully believe, had they released this eight months from now or whatever. You'd be talking Oscars for it. I I I really, really, really do. The soundtrack alone. Um, anyways, so that's that's the whole Batman take. Hopefully, you guys liked it. Uh just so awesome. I, this isn't gonna be your normal show where we just kind of talk about whatever because so much has happened in the past like couple <laughs> weeks since we've been off.
1: So, we gotta we like, gotta percolate here. We gotta go we, uh, back and forth. We only gotta spend like 10 minutes on some of these topics, then we gotta move on.
0: That's right. So,
1: I'm wearing a specific hoodie
0: today. Nobody could see it because we are
1: a, uh audio medium. I think. We only have faces for radio. That's right, even though we have a
0: fancy fucking streaming service. Okay. I'm a diehard Seahawk fan. I always have been and always will be. I trust the organization to do the right things. And and abide by their players and all that stuff. Like, I will always be a Seahawk fan. This week, they traded a Hall of Fame quarterback to the Denver Broncos in Russell Wilson. They got two first-round picks, two second-round picks, three, three, uh, three additional players, two very good. One's Drew Locke. He could be good. I doubt he will be. It is with great, and they caught Bobby Wagner too, which I'll get on to in a second. But Russell Wilson, I loved you as a Seahawk. You were an awesome quarterback. Uh, it was You brought us the Super Bowl. I appreciate everything you did as a CL Seahawk for us. I truly, truly do. If you go back and listen to episode 51 that the, the, the uh, in our podcast, labeled as 51, Lofa Tutupu pretty much told you that Russell Wilson was getting traded. He didn't want to come out and say it, but he pretty much hinted that players don't like him on that team. Just go back and listen. Russell Wilson was a problem in the locker room. He didn't want to be there. He's wanted out since 20, since he signed his second extension with the Seahawks. He used that as leverage to try to get out of there the first time. He didn't want to be there no more. So for all the Seahawks fans, Evan Hill, uh, the fee goals field goals, or whatever the fuck they're called on uh on Twitter saying, "Fuck you, Pete Carroll, you guys don't know what you're doing, yada, 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 what did you want them to do? Did you want them to hold on to this guy that did not want to be there? He lied to you, Seattle, he has lied to you for the past four or five years about wanting to be there. He just has it's not it doesn't mean he wasn't great. It doesn't mean that he didn't do amazing stuff for the city, but he lied to you. And that's fine. But just remember, three weeks ago, he said he wanted to be a Seahawk and that his focus was being in Seattle. Today, a report came out. He interviewed 14 NFL teams. 14! He did not want to be there. His time was up, and that's okay.
1: no are you done
0: yeah that's it that's all i got
1: yeah man i i do like the seahawks they're not my number one team but i do like the seahawks obviously i'm only a couple hours away um but based on what i've read what i've seen even on the field product too like it just seems like it was his time to go right he had a good run he brought a super bowl he Played at another Super Bowl. He's a, a class act of a guy, you know, did a lot for the community. It's just one of those things that sometimes, you know, the fairy tale, spend your time with one team for your whole career. It doesn't happen that often, especially now the like nowadays, in the in 60s, 70s, 80s, yeah, sure. But there wasn't nearly as much money being thrown around. So for someone to want a change of scenery, that's okay. You know, we all do it. How, yeah. how many jobs have you worked at? One job for your whole life? Hell no, right? So well, no, Chaps. He worked <laughs> at a car dealership. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but yeah, it was just—it just seems like it was t- time to go. Uh The team wasn't performing. Like, what really do you expect them to do next year? Right? They have so much locked up in in Wilson and Wagner for the cap hit. So you know, get younger, bring in a. Stud tight end Noah Fant, who arguably was underutilized because of poor quarterback playing in uh, in Denver, and you know you kind of have a wild card quarterback Drew Locke. You get a, you get a pretty solid defensive tackle. I think he is. And I forget his name, but um, yeah, it's and they got a king's ransom, man. They got a king's ransom. They can build their team for for several years to come with the picks that they got and and the young players. It's. They got a lot back for him. They got a shitload. I think it's the most I've ever effing seen for one player. It, it's like so. How two first, two seconds, two first, two seconds, and three players. Let's break it down a
0: little bit. No and offense, no offense. First, first, pick.
1: I'm pretty Drew sure Drew Locke was a second round pick. So round. and
0: and the defensive tackle is a stud.
1: Yeah. So three first, three seconds, and and you know a guy that was like a sixth round pick. I'm pretty sure, but has turned into a quality player. Yeah, how can you go wrong there? You you save some cap, so you could build your team up a bit quicker in the future. Yeah, it's just Bobby Wagner was was sad just because he's been a consummate pro. You know, never got in trouble, leader, all that good stuff. Excelled on the field, all pro type of guy. But yeah, you know, it's it, that that arrows up. That's the way it is
0: nobody ever like Bobby Wagner should have been a Seahawk forever. Like I, I, I truthfully believe that. And you know, it sucks that they cut him and this part's going to be a little bit hard. Say like he wasn't the same Bobby Wagner. He he is getting older. He still has lots to give obviously, but they're bringing everybody back too. So like, this isn't a rebuild. Like they signed pretty much everyone back today. the next thing about this too is 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 weird to say too but it's the truth. Russell Wilson's the single most frustrating quarterback to watch in the NFL. Like Denver is going to learn that relatively quick. He holds onto the ball way too long. He <clears throat> just sometimes all of a sudden for some reason just literally starts sucking for no reason like at all. Yeah, like he is very frustrating to watch, so it you know it was time to go. He just yeah, it's uh, it still shocked the fuck out of me. To be honest, though, A little hard yeah. text me, he's like, "Hey, just so you know, uh, Russell Wilson, or Russell Wilson's traded." I'm like, "What? What do you mean?"
1: Excuse <laughs> me.
0: <laughs> he, like, did, who, like, are they getting Deshaun Watson back? You're like, what's what's going on here? And uh, obviously, they did. They got Drew Lock, who is well. <laughs> we'll see. I don't. Th- I don't. I don't think Drew Lock will will be the opening day starter if. Uh, If I had to
1: guess. The only problem is, too, is, you know, I don't know exactly what draft positions they have, but they should have like a top 12 pick, I'm assuming. Nine. Uh, Nine. So the quarterbacks aren't that great in the draft this year. So they could probably take a flyer on one of the top two quarterbacks, probably at nine. Uh, So, you know, when you have this amount of depth, you can take a bit of a risk on, on picking a quarterback in the draft and seeing if he works out. And if not, you got more. I I don't think I would
0: draft a quarterback because you're wasting that draft pick essentially. I don't like unless you're convinced that Malik is the guy. Uh, I'd go sign Mariota or Gardner Minshew, like somebody like that, that you can, you know, see, like maybe catch lightning in the bottle and he's Ryan Tannehill, you know, like Ryan Tannehill. Worst
1: case scenario, you get a decent season from a decent start. Yeah,
0: that's what they -hmm. they did with
1: DeVars Jackson for a year. They wrote him for a year. He was
0: he was okay. If you go look at his stats, he wasn't terrible. Fuck, let Geno Smith start for a year. That's fine, too. Like, like, you you have some stuff to do, but you can't miss on these draft picks. That's a huge thing, right? You cannot miss on these draft picks. And maybe Drew Locke is good. You know, the rumor is they're infatuated with Drew Locke. So, you know, you know maybe he is good. I'm infatuated <sighs> thing I do, with you. I'm infatuated with that beautiful face of yours. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing they can't do Or I wouldn't do is is, And it's tough like because he's so good But like I wouldn't go get Deshaun Watson I just
1: Saints or Panthers much, I'm reading
0: Yeah I read that too but I'm happy that the Seahawks Aren't going to be doing it because I just There's two Yes I realized that he didn't get Indicted and all that stuff but there's 22 Women like he was doing something. Oh, yeah, like it doesn't it doesn't matter what anyone thinks. And we're not going to turn this into a black-white thing because everything gets turned into a black-white thing. Ben Rocklisberger did something <laughs> wrong. I'd barely say his name, but whatever it is, what it is. He did something wrong. Deshaun Watson did something wrong. They both shouldn't be in the NFL anymore. And, uh, you know, I, I would be – I would still cheer for the Seahawks, obviously, but you got to take a stand eventually. And <sighs> – you know, it's time. Even though the Seahawks owner, I'm pretty sure she has been charged with sexual assault.
1: Oh, I'm barely
0: caught cop- I'm pretty sure that she did, actually. She uh got got uh a bodyguard said that she was a little handsy. Slapping on, uh, butts? I don't know if it was the butt or it was the big D. I'm not too ah. sure which one it was, but I heard she was a little uh a little handsy. So, okay. You know, that's the... I think that's the Seahawks talk, man. I think uh, that's... Unless you got anything to add on that.
1: Well, no, uh, I do not. We can close that one in the books. But the only... The only... Benefit of not having Julian here is we don't have to talk about Tom Brady unretiring. Oh, God. (laughs) And we don't have to go into this... uh, wiener stroking Tom Brady talk that Julian likes to do. (laughs) P.S. I love you. Uh, So we can just skip that. The guy was never going to retire. He's back. Surprise. But my Chargers. (laughs) Dean's Chargers (laughs) are back. And they picked up Khalil Mack. And today they signed JC Jackson, who had about eight picks last year. And he was uh, a Pro Bowl player. So that defense is looking pretty scary. When you combine that with an already exceptional offense, we're looking at a good team next year. Questionable head coach, though. I think that's a little mm, bit of an issue. Fourth down by you—it's fun to watch because he always goes on it, goes for it on fourth down, and you're like, "It's like no, I, I get you're like, that. Oh, you're gonna punt it. It's like on their own thirty, and they're like." We're going for it. He's like,
0: like Matt. He's a madman. Though. It's <laughs> awesome. He's like he's like watching Carl Wentz, but coaching like uh, Carson Wentz Carl- is like the most electric quarterback to watch because you literally have no idea what the fuck's gonna happen on any play. <laughs> and and, he, and and Bruce Staley's kind of the same coach. I, I love the Chargers. They're my second favorite team. So like, I I, I, I do love them. And I think it's it will be. They're going to be great. Uh, that I quarterback's think- too good to hold to that. That quarterback will overcome the coach.
1: I think. You draft, they use your draft pick on another lineman, offensive yeah, lineman. Because sure. last year they, they drafted Slater, and Slater was unreal. Um, he was, I think he was one of the top left tackles <laughs> in the league. And you use that, because they already have Lindsley at center. So if you plug in another, there was that one guy, I forget his name. He was like the backup lineman that played a lot because of injury, and he was so bad. Um, so you draft <laughs> another good young lineman. And you got a good team, man. You got a couple capable running backs. You got like four good receivers. Maybe you need a tight end. Um, but yeah, quarterback, top five.
0: Mm, that's high.
1: But top five. Uh, Next to year, top five for sure.
0: Maybe. I mean, you guys didn't believe me with Joe Burrow, though. So, I mean, I, I, I win that debate hands down. I like Joe uh, Burrow. Yeah, but you guys are like, oh, I wouldn't trade him for my quarterback. I mean, you might have I the would. only case. Yeah, you might. And literally every other team in the NFL, other than Patrick Mahomes, I would trade him for Aaron Rodgers. I would. But the, uh,
1: the Bengals but. beefed up their O-line today because of that. Oh, yeah, man. That they spe- shit and, and, and They're spending
0: money. They're spending yeah. money.
1: After well, they, they have it. They already got prefer- all that playoff
0: revenue. <laughs> Yeah, but they don't, like, they don't, Paul Brown's such a, is it Paul Brown the owner? I think so. The, there's the, 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 such terrible ownership. Do you know they don't even have a practice facility? They have to lease it, and they have to literally walk underneath a highway to get to their practice facility. Really? And when it snows and it's too cold outside, they have to rent, literally rent out by the hour, the university fucking indoor stadium. That the, All that is true. That None of that is made up. There you go. That's how terrible that franchise is, and they still went to the Super Bowl with Joey Burrow. Uh, the Chargers will be good. They'll be very, very good. If they don't make the playoffs, you fire the head coach.
1: You have to. One hundred percent. Yeah. But
0: uh, that's a Super Bowl team. That's a Super Bowl contending team. That's a team you place a nice little hundred dollar bill on right now to uh, to go win the Super Bowl. I think that they're uh, they're phenomenal. There'll be lots of fun to watch next year too. All right, I think it's time to get to this. Uh, You know, it's pretty fun working with people that like to work with you. Uh, We're very fortunate here at the No Instruction D Podcast to have an amazing sponsor uh, with four different people, but the same kind of group. But this week, this episode is brought to you by Cost Less Liquor Store. They literally have all your liquor needs, all your beer needs. You should see the size of this cold room. I'm talking if you are doing an MTV Cribs of cold beer rooms, that one is first on the list that costs less liquor. You want Crown Royal? They got Crown Royal. You want Forty Creek? They got Forty Creek. They got all your, your vodka needs. They got all your rum needs. You want some nice fancy wine? Maybe you're doing a little bow tie, taking the, uh, the what, making a nice dinner for your wife. You want to have a nice fancy wine? Go to Costless Liquor. Liquor, they have an amazing assortment of wine. You can get anything you want there. You can get like, you know, whatever that is called, Blue Duck or whatever that crappy wine. Baby or Duck. Fancy, baby Duck. Thank you. Or you can fancy it up with. With whatever, whatever you're doing that night. So make sure you some visit. Some Ace Costa. of Spades. Some Ace of Spades, maybe. Maybe some Duck horn, You know, maybe some fancy and Triggs. They got what you need at Cost Less Liquor. So make sure you visit them at 2626 Advance Road. Prince George, British Columbia. They are open till 11 every night. Make sure you visit them. Amazing sponsors. That's Cost Less Liquor. 2626 Advance Road. Prince
1: George. Going. julian eat your heart out <laughs> <laughs> all right
0: a little bit of sad news let's get to that too because that's happened here scott hall passed away today literally like an hour ago A yo hey yo uh there's a couple of the people that passed away here in the last couple of weeks scott hart hall. or scott hall sorry big part of uh obviously wcw becoming what it became. A huge part of of WWE. He made, you could argue this till the day, till the cows come on, but it's true. He made Shawn Michaels' career. If it wasn't for that ladder match, I can't remember what WrestleMania it was at, but uh, at at a WrestleMania intercontinental ladder match, he made his career for Shawn Michaels. And it's super sad to see these wrestlers pass away so young, especially these legends that I remember... Watching growing up in the Attitude area, I'm like, oh, fuck, like, NWO, you know, like, the Wolf Kiss or whatever, like, <laughs> wolf like, pack. Get, Wolfpack, super sad to see him go, and, uh, you, you know, he was so excited to get in the Hall of Fame, I watched a little documentary on him, like, a couple years ago, and he was begging to get in the Hall of Fame, he just, he loved wrestling so much, so he was way too young, too, he was, like, 63, like, these, these wrestlers are, uh, they're passed away way too young. So I don't know if you have any Scott Hall memories or anything, but it was uh it was it was a pretty sad day.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, I used to watch WCW growing up. Me and my brothers would watch wrestling. Every day it was on. So you had the Monday Night Raw, Thursday Night Thunder, uh, the Sunday or Saturday main event or whatever it was. Saturday night for wCW and then the yeah. heat like we'd watch it every day and Scott Hall was a huge part of that right the wolf pack was huge um you know he was he was cool he had the toothpick he was like the quintessential heel bad guy and yeah I, I have uh, fond memories of watching him wrestle and it's just too bad because you know And and correct me if I'm wrong here, Chad, but like he went through some tough times. I think he had some addiction problems and stuff like that. And I think he went to uh, Diamond Dallas Page and he helped him out. And he was kind of he was it seemed as though and I'll, 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 you know, preface this. It seemed as though he was kind of on the track to being, you know, good or better at the very least. And then, you know, uh, a surgery gone wrong kind of happened that really had nothing to do with addiction problems or anything like that. It was like a hip surgery that was, you know, when you're wrestling for as long as he did it, you're going to have your, your bumps and bruises, and you're going to need your surgery to kind of replace hips and knees and all that stuff, all the wear and tear. And it just went wrong. And and that's, you know, too bad because it, it, he seemed like he was making a very concerted effort to kind of get his life back on track when there was a point where I think he was on, you know, kind of on the brink of death, few years back yeah. uh, and you know this is what i just remember from seeing all the documentaries and stuff so i could be wrong here but yeah it's just too bad because it seemed like you know based on all of what i've seen on like instagram from all the wrestlers like he was a very popular guy and it seemed as though he was very well loved and it's just too bad at the end of the day but life happens i guess and uh yeah just kind of one of those things that you know you'd think if you heard about him passing away it might have been from the addiction issues yeah not just kind of a a blood clot in his hip or wherever that was that kind of unloaded on him and yeah i think he had a stroke or something i don't know but yeah he had three heart attacks uh and we're not gonna hide it like like he has some pretty
0: terrible things in his in his life like there's second degree murder charges yeah he was a bouncer <clears throat> That's right, in in Orlando or something like that. Yeah. Um. There's some groping stuff. I, I like like he, he has some stuff in his background. So I'm not going to make him out to be a saint by any means. I can only talk about the childhood stuff that he brought for me. And uh, and you are right. He was on. He was he was on the road to make his life better. And it's sad. It's just you know he. Uh, yeah. He he just you know he. Got unlucky, I think, and and, the, and the, so rest in peace, uh, Razor. You were, uh, I don't know, you were lots of fun to watch, and it, all the wrestlers loved you. So obviously, you must have been a good, a good guy. At, in, in the background. Next is William Hurt. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. Like he's only seventy-one. They're like died of natural causes. Like, yeah, I know. Guy? I saw. I'm like,
1: the guy's not even like, that old.
0: Like he must have had cancer or something. They must have counted that as natural causes. Um, what do you What do you remember William Hurt for? Because my my movie will be a lot different. I think than what than what you remember him for.
1: Mine are movies, and he is Secretary Thaddeus Ross in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay, the movie
0: I remember him for, and this is so random, but it's just the one I remember him for. I think he had under 10 minutes screen time in it. And in those 10 minutes, he got nominated for an Oscar. That is how good he was in this movie. A History of Violence. Yeah. With Viggo Mortensen. He plays Viggo's brother. And uh, he's a mob boss in Philadelphia, I believe. And those 10 minutes are some of the most electric 10 minutes I have ever seen in my life. If you want to go watch and do a little, uh, pour one out for William, that is one of the movies I recommend you go watching just the 10 minutes. That's all it takes. He is phenomenal. He was an amazing actor. He had, he had a lot of big hits that guy, man.
1: Yeah. And from what I read kind of in his, the article I read, he didn't really like the limelight. I think in the, in the eighties, he was kind of when he, I think it was the eighties when he kind of broke out. He was kind of a sex symbol, and I don't think he was, based on what I read, I don't think he would, like, really embrace that very much. He, I don't think he really wanted to be that, but, uh, yeah, I think he, from what I read, he was a humble guy, a good guy, and uh, a quality actor, right? So, it's, it's too bad, man. You know? 71's yeah. not old. Natural causes, I don't know. Under- My mom's almost 71, yeah, he, right? It, it's like a prostate natural. Cancer. Co- uh, did you? Or did you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of you know, seems like a bit of a private guy too, so it's not something he would share, it seems like, just based on the couple articles I read. So you know, unfortunately these things happen, man. And uh you know, he left his he left his impact on the world, that's for sure. He was awesome,
0: man. History of violence. Uh like I'm just looking at his page here right now he was in uh, broadcast news which was a huge movie children of lesser god kiss of the spider woman like like his 80s to 90s lost in space dark city like banger after banger after banger he was he was awesome he he truly truly was i'm not too sure what uh, what his role was going to be in the Mar- marvel universe but uh he has one movie left coming out in 2022, The King's Daughter. I don't know if it already came out or not. But, uh, yeah, it sucks when, when they go, when those guys go, because, you know, Mr. Brooks. Have you ever seen Mr. Brooks? Mr. Brooks is, like, one of the most underrated. It's a terrible movie, but it's fucking awesome. It has Kevin Costner in it. And Kevin Costner I love is, Costner. So Kevin Costner, I I can't believe I'm about to talk to Mr. Brooks. Kevin Costner is like this super socialite. I think he might be a congressman or something, I I can't quite remember. But he's like a he's he is in the limelight, a very very known person in this movie, but he has a dark side. He's a serial killer. And not like a Dexter serial killer where he kills like, you know, bad people. This guy kills good people. And he's the main character, but his alter ego is William Hurt. And it is, like, it is phenomenal. It's a terrible movie. Don't give it like, Demi Moore's in it. That's how you know it's bad. Demi Moore's in this movie. But it is so much fun to watch Costner and, and William Hurt, like, go back and forth for an hour and a half. It, it, you watch I watched it in 207, which doesn't mean anything to anybody. Um
2: mean but, something uh, to me.
0: <laughs> that was our old dorm room. Hey, if you're in 207 right now at TRE, well, actually, I won't – I won't uh, tell you what to do, but there's some stuff in the walls.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's some mementos.
0: Uh, some, anyways. Um, but uh, phenomenal that movie. That so, if you do anything this week, go watch Mr. Brooks because it is. Uh, I really, really, really like that movie. It's terrible. Like I said, it's got who else is in it? Uh, this is how you know it's bad. William Hurts in it, which doesn't mean it's bad. Kevin Kevin Coster, Demi Moore, and Dane Cook those are the, that's that's the Dang fucking the <laughs> for, for that movie you're looking it up right now that's one of my favorite all-time bad movies and it, i only think you got that bad rotten tomatoes it was like 56 percent, maybe but uh i love that movie man. it's so fucking good it, it's up there with uh with running scared for
1: sure running scared that's your favorite bad movie
0: That is my favorite. That's probably Mr. Brooks is up there too, man. Mr. Brooks is awesome. Like he's just he's just killing people. Like it's fucking hilarious. He walks in, these two people are banging, he's like pew pew, pew pew. And he's like he has like a like Kevin Costner's scene where he's like giving himself an orgasm after shooting these people is fucking hilarious. Like it's just so funny. It's
1: good flick. 55% Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Look at that, it was pretty close. 56. I said it probably went down an old point in the last 15 years,
1: yeah. Maybe, oh, geez. Well, maybe I have to. Anyone else have noted it? Uh, no. The wife, maybe. No. no, I love that movie. This <laughs> is so funny. <laughs> anyway. Misa <me> Brooks. <laughs> Brooks,
0: it is, uh, it's a good, good movie. So there you go, And I think we've hit pretty much all the main topics that happened. Is there there's one?
1: one more, and we can probably close it out after this. Okay, what is it? Baseball is oh. back b words. And <laughs> the blue jays, chaps' chaps and Dean's favorite teams have already made some moves, and there's some rumored moves potentially happening as well. So, I'm already planning the trip to Seattle to go see the Jays play. You know, COVID stuff's getting lifted. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of faces from people that I've never seen before, like the lady at the front desk at the gym and my coffee shop lady. I'm like, oh, hey, that's what you look like. But uh, yeah, Jays are looking like they could be an effing powerhouse in the AL East. And they're spending some money. They're spending some do Ray. Me, And I'm excited because, you know, baseball (sighs) is a bit of a fickle bee when it comes to lockout stuff. You've seen it happen before. You saw the whole season get canceled, or the 95 season get canceled, I want to say, 94? 95, yeah. And when it was halfway through... Never came back. Didn't. So there's some history there of, you know, things not exactly going to plan and having a full season, but they're able to work it out. And, uh, yeah, it's it's to the point now where we should already be pretty deep into spring training, but we're not. But it's happening, and I'm excited.
0: Okay. I got a lot to say about baseball. Owners and players, let's just do this here first of all. You're both fucking dickheads. Both of you. I'm not going to argue for the billionaires. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to argue for the millionaires playing a child sport. You're both idiots. Like, just go out there and make a deal. It is not hard. Yes, you're dealing with billions of dollars, and the billionaires don't want to give up, and the millionaires want more. But don't give me this bullshit about Max Scherzer caring about the minor league system. Because guess what? He doesn't give a flying fuck about anyone playing in single a doesn't care does not care if he cared he would say salary cap let's salary cap the sport and then the money can flow through the minors because that's why hockey works that's why everything works you could salary cap it and the money would flow down through the through to the minors now the, the owners don't want that because then they don't make as much money off the off the players so when the owners say oh, we want a salary cap that's not fucking true either they're both liars and idiots I love baseball. I love sports. So I will never argue on either side of this because I think it's stupid that these guys get paid hundreds of millions of dollars to play sports. But it's our faults as fans for paying for shelling out all the money and watching everything. It
1: is our own faults. Oh, dude. It ain't cheap when you're going, like, when we go to Seattle, it's, oh, it's like 10 grand. I'm planning on the plan is to watch two baseball games in a row. I'm fully expecting to spend at least fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, and like, and night. let's put it this way: gas from Seattle to Vancouver, <laughs> four-hour drives, ain't much. You know, we're but probably talking like thousand dollars. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I probably in in the old fuel-efficient car that <sighs> Dean has, maybe sixty bucks worth of gas, maybe seventy if I have a passenger. Um, so it's not like I'm spending money to get there. The hotels, the tickets, the concession the after party but it's it's oh, nice a lot of money flows through baseball the tb deal is worth billions of dollars oh, yeah um i do feel bad for like oakland and teams like that like oakland was pretty good last year and they just traded their best player today or their second best player i'll say that's oakland like, though. that's what they do uh, they're the money. i know for but the like the rest of the it, league it, it's it's they just (laughs) supply they just build up this like great talent and then they trade it away like blue jays and donaldson like we picked that up for nothing pretty much like graveman's the only player that became notable and he's a closer now and he got traded as a starter right it's as like i i'd be and and my team the jays are spending bank so i feel bad for the teams that like you know you have high hopes you're you're optimistic about the upcoming season, and then they just gut the team before it even starts. Like Oakland's traded someone; they traded one of their best starters from last year. They traded their their like silver slugger first baseman. Yeah. The only player that's still left is Chapman, who's awesome, by the way. Um, but yeah, it sucks.
0: Listen, like now, now I'll get into the fun part of baseball. I, I will, if if I am anything, Dean can back this up. I will admit when I'm wrong. The Blue Jays management, I killed them for years since they've took over because I thought that they were doing a terrible job with the team. I still have my gripes about gutting the team after they go to back to back al championships. I still have problems with that but they're spending some money man they're uh and they did they spent money last year and they've spent and they spent money the year before that. They're spending some money, and you know what? I'm not even going to kill him for not re-signing Robbie Ray or or Simeon. I'm not going to kill him for that. It is like I, I I understand that. So I'm excited for Blue Jays baseball. I'm excited to watch Vladdy hit some dingers. I think if the Blue Jays don't make it to the ALCS at least this year, it is a wasted season from now from here on out in this three to two to three two to four year window every year you don't win a World Series is a wasted year. i that's say so. that's, that's where they're at at this point in their trajectory. It, it's And it's the same way it was with Donaldson and, and Jose Batista and, and all those guys too. Every year that you don't win a World Series is wasted because you're not going to be able to afford all these players when they come up again. Even though, even though meta here, Rogers can pay all those players a oh billion dollars each. <laughs> And, and and they would be fine. So yes, they can absolutely afford to keep all their players. But Rogers won't let them because Rogers is a piece of shit. Get the fucking sports net Now app working properly so I can fucking watch a baseball game properly. <laughs> First of all, fuck you, Rogers. I love. No, you I guys. was
1: talking my I was talking to like one of my group chats today, and some guy that is not really baseball savvy is like, "Who funds the Blue Jays?" And another guy said Rogers, and I said, "Yeah, so they pretty much have unlimited money, like." Yeah, they do straight up. Like I got charged a hundred bucks a month for something in the states. I could get for like twenty. They, they, they run train on all of our asses in this kind of oligopoly cell phone. Where they, where they, even where they own like the subsidiary companies. Like, oh, we got the cheap option. Guess what? They own that shit too. Oh yeah, they They own
0: TV. They They own own TV, (laughs) man. They own everything. (laughs)
1: Rogers Arena uh well, that's Vancouver just the gaming
0: race thing. Yeah, it's but not, they
1: spend yeah. money on that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, yeah. the what they spend money on everything, man. Rogers they Center, own the Blue Rogers Jays.
0: the Rogers Center, not the center, the one that the, the Oilers play in. The
1: Oilers play in the Jays. Uh Yeah. It's Rogers. Yeah. It's across the country. So like everyone's like, "Oh, they're not like,
0: they're, like I heard someone say today, it was it was it was someone important like as far as like it wasn't Jeff Pastner, or anybody; it was somebody like that. Rogers don't—they—they they literally said the Blue Jays don't have the money to sign Correa. I'm like, motherfucker, the Blue Jays could pay Correa three hundred million dollars a year, and they would be just fine. <laughs> That'd be okay. so, like, they, like, like—that's the sad part about. when everyone sees all the all the cuts that like uh, Sportsnet does and all that stuff. Th- there's also a business side, right? So, like, yeah obviously there's other stuff that goes on but they have money to pay whoever the fuck they want they literally could sign Correa Freeman Swarber today and pay them you know upwards of 150 million dollars a year for all three of those players and they would be just fine so but that's the whole that's my whole point with the blue jays just being a terrible uh, a terrible team because they just don't spend the money that they should spend on players. They could have won multiple World Series and they just they say, fuck it. So it's, uh, but I'm excited for the season. Like I said, Vlad is going to hit some bop, ba bombs. Bo Bichette's hair is going to be flowing. They fired his daddy. Guessing he wasn't that good of a coach. Uh, you know, Calvin Bijou should get traded. I'll kind of
1: run They're going to trade Gritchick, I think, if they pick up one of these guys.
0: He's the best-looking guy in the league, though. Serious, yeah. serious issue. Like he is, he is the GQ model of the MLB. Who's the best-looking guy in the MLB? I don't know. I think it's Grichik.
1: He he is I, a good-looking man,
0: Grichik. And you know who is also really good? Jorge Springer, George
1: Springer. Yeah, yeah. He's
0: very, he's very. very uh, also, the uh, Carlos Sch- or Carlos Sch- Johnson. Carl yeah, Shatton. he's a
1: good-looking guy.
0: Mike Trout's ugly as fuck. Yeah. Good baseball player, though. Oh, yeah. He, he's... Oh, the best-looking guy in the league is actually Kevin Pillar, if I had to say.
1: no, He's okay. probably
0: the... <laughs> what?
1: God, just let me have one thing, Dean. Just one. Okay, according to this... <laughs> according to this hey. list... I have him going a list. I'll give you the top five according to this list. Cody Bellinger, okay. Good look good looking guy. Yeah, good looking. Freddie guy. Freeman, good looking guy. Yeah, easy. Adam Ottavito, I don't know. Noah Sindregard.
0: Ah, he looks like Thor. I can see how that gets the ladies humming. Yeah. Uh Kevin Kiermeyer's
1: number one. Yeah, he's he's he is very yeah. have you seen that picture of
0: him? Have you seen the picture of him holding his baby in the stands that came out last week? I'm pretty sure my wife got pregnant looking <laughs> at that picture. Like that is how good looking that guy is. Um, all right, well we've gone down the round hole of good looking dudes, and there is yeah, we we always there. do that. <laughs> she changed the name of this podcast: the Good Looking Dudes List, a Hot Dudes um, Podcast. Hot Dudes Podcast. <laughs> oh man, so true. Uh, we did have an episode called Sexy Island Boys, so. Yeah, that was. That they was had angry. Brandon
1: Morrow on the list too. Man, he's Blue still in the league. Yeah. He Holy shit! Yeah. Well, not
0: he's like Dustin McGowan. That guy was a rock star. He was so good back in the day. but He just always, always got here. All right, we got to end this.
1: Oh, you know who else was good looking? Who? if you if you rewind the clock a little bit, JP Arensibia.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's married to like a fucking beautiful woman too. He's married to uh a country music singer. Smoking hot. I just can't remember her name right now. Oh, yeah. He is a <laughs> rock star. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Estrada was decently looking too. Like Blue Jays Blue Jays might have the best all time hot dudes list. Got you. Like, well I'll
1: we'll get Julian in the mix and we'll go over the hottest Blue Jays ever. <laughs>
0: He hates the Blue Jays. He's a fucking. I, know, every I don't agree the Blue Jays. He always kills him. He's a big. He's a big Boston guy. So. I don't understand.
1: He lives in Toronto. I don't get it.
0: Uh, yeah. Hey, FYI, just uh, before we end this, might have something pretty cool coming up in Arizona if I uh, when I go down there. So be on the lookout for an announcement <laughs> about that. Uh, you got any last things to say here?
1: <laughs> we well, chaps, it, it, there was only two of us. But I think we did okay. So uh, yeah, good to see you again. I love you. I'm glad you're off COVID. And uh, yeah, let's. Uh, you know, it's been a it's been a tough stretch for us lately. Just life gets in the way sometimes. But hopefully, we can get back on a, a regular cadence here.
0: Nice. Big word to end it. Yeah, COVID sucks. I recommend getting vaccinated. I am vaccinated, and I'm very happy I was for that. Uh, that's it. That's the episode. So thanks for listening. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Be on the lookout for some Arizona news, because there might be something cool coming uh, coming out with the pipe about that. And we'll, uh, we'll penetrate your ear holes next week. See ya.
2: Bye. Yeah. We got it open 2am working like we possessed our Scenario is utopia Stay content with that We're the best kept secret Go ahead and floor past it We don't need to get fucked up All the time and broadcast it So much overload They overdid it Overshared about it though We're now exposed as cynics Oversaturated, now we're all overdosing Shaking my head side to side like a motorboating Now I'm coasting and I'm ventilating Speculating, all this posing, faking backstories They disseminated Trying to tell us that they got their city locked down But come the AM, well, they're getting locked out We make our moves on the low Let the rhythm hit them, rock him Eric B, razor sharp you can listen to that criticism about our hometown But if you ain't from here, you're done or no, don't come, no it's our Mayday Siren Illuminate the sky We shining out the light Silver lining in the skies. It's our Mayday starin', Down to the night. We resonate forever, yo Whenever we combine This our Mayday Siren Illuminate the sky We shining out the light Silver lining in the skies. It's our Mayday Siren Down to the night. We resonate forever, yo Whenever we combine i yeah. This is anti-tourism Expanding my pure vision We stand and we fan flames That came into fruition Using the true wisdom We imbibe from our environment Every idea we inscribe Become Leviathan We thrive under pressure From the weight that you place On our shoulders Clichés just make us bolder We breaking the mold Embracing the cold From the snow-capped mountains We can trace with our fingertips Roll air clean No chem detected Choke on those vapors Constantly sub- objected to become familiar with that box that you left us in even come to love I feel the bond like it's next to kin we resting in sleeping you wrestling weaken, weak out stress seeking you out left tweaking speak out know you hate that we fucking got it made but it's too late for our pity paid the cost for your charade so I our mayday siren illuminate the sky we shining out the light silver lining in the scars it's our a siren down to true night. we resonate forever yo whenever we combine, siren, iron, illuminate the sky, we shining out the light, silver lining in the skies it's our mayday, siren, down the through the night, we resonate forever, yo, whenever we combine.